0: and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you.
1: Welcome, listeners, to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, and I'm your host for the hour, trying to bring you a wide variety of really good information all about you and your health. And this is a reminder that Village Green is always your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. We get expert advice on supplements, on health, on diet, and they do carry a superior line of supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, I want to remind you that you can listen to the Essentials of Healthy Living through iTunes, podcasts, Essentials of Healthy Living. That's just a reminder. And also, we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., so tune in next Sunday for more information on healthy living. Now, it's an honor and a pleasure to introduce today's guest, Professor Liz Lipsky, who is a professor and the director of the academic development for the graduate programs in clinical nutrition at Maryland University of Integrative Health, the owner of the Innovative Healing Academy, and the author of Digestive Wellness, now in its fifth edition. And our subject today is the keys to optimal digestive health wellness. Welcome to the show, Liz, and we're so glad to have you here, Professor Elizabeth Litsky. Uh, Liz and I, I'll just have to be transparent here, we've known each other for years and lectured together, and I can tell you she's the best on this subject, so Get out your pens and pencils and paper and take notes, folks. You're going to learn a lot. So uh, let's let's go over your background a little bit more, uh, Professor uh, Liz. I like to call you Professor Liz. And tell us more about your background, what you're doing, and about this fifth edition and what's different about it and also your online course, The Art of Digestive Wellness. So I think that's going to be interesting to talk about.
2: Well, first of all, it's so much fun to be doing this with you. Um, It's it's always fun when I get interviewed by a friend and have a conversation, so um, very exciting. So what I'm doing these days is I'm teaching halftime and mostly in the doctoral program and MUIH and mostly in digestion and then working with students um, on their clinical work and also their research projects. So it's really exciting to me to be able to work with uh, the next generation. You and I are both thinking about retiring someday. we're going to leave this field in really good hands. And so that's why I love teaching so much. Um, I also finished writing the new edition of Digestive Wellness, the fifth edition, which is hard to believe um, that I've written it so many times. But the last time was in 2012. And when you think about what we know about the role of the microbiome, what we know about the role of leaky gut, um, when you start thinking about how much better we equipped we are in terms of research on different kind of diets and how different diets work better for different health conditions, um, it was really fun to kind of look through all of the research, like the nerd that I am, and and really update it in a way that makes sense and is usable for anybody. Um, and while I was writing it, I kept thinking about, oh, I wish I could talk more about the research that that went into this chapter or I'd like to talk about how I really use a timeline in my practice um, to try to look at a person's whole life and see what's significant in their health and look for patterns. So much of what we do is pattern recognition and I think that as nutritionists, one of the advantages that we have over physicians is the amount of time that we can spend with a person on an initial consult. And so rather than focusing on what's happening right now, we can really look at kind of their whole life. Um, For example, I had a client I was working with and I started looking at his timeline and saying, well, tell me about your early life, you know, and what was going on. He's like, oh, well, I had a stomach ulcer when I was eight and I can remember always having diarrhea um, and sometimes I couldn't get home and I'd go in the bushes on my way walking home from school. And I know you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking, he's got IBS that's really bad. And so you're wondering, well, okay, has he ever been tested for celiac disease? Could he have gluten intolerance? Could he have other food intolerance? Nobody had ever looked at it. And if I was just looking at his idea, I might have come to the same conclusion. But when we really, like, take the time to look at somebody's whole health history, we get such a clearer picture of who they really are. And I think that's one of our advantages. So that's one other thing I talked about. And so this course, I do cooking demos. And I kind of walk through all kinds of things that I Felt like I could explain more in in than I could in the book, and um, it's really meant for nutritionists and other clinicians. Um, and there are continuing education credits, but also just like the book, um, it's for really interested health consumers as well, or people who have um, their own GI or autoimmune issues. Um, so. Anyway, didn't know I was going to be plugging things, but thanks for that opportunity.
1: Well, it's I'm I'm so glad that you're doing this and having written the third edition of our our cookbook. I didn't want to do it. I thought there wasn't enough new information and then when we dove in it, we thought, "Oh my goodness, there there's no end to the way this field grows." And you and I have been in it a long time since its infancy. And I remember 40 years ago when we started looking at patients' reactions and doctors would say, no, you have no allergies, but we would listen. And I can remember sitting with my teammates going, it's the gut. It's the gut. Something's happening in the gut of these people. And that was like big awareness, as I recall, that now we knew there was something else to look at and we weren't paying enough attention. And so it's a pleasure to see this grow, and I'm so glad that you've been at this. You have a Ph.D. in clinical nutrition, and you're a fellow of the American College of Nutrition with two board certifications in clinical nutrition. So you're the expert. Liz, and and you have been at this long enough to be able to assess where we were, where we are, and where we're probably going with this. Uh, so continue the conversation that we started. Give us a little bit more information on the importance of digestive health.
2: We have a saying that when somebody has a health issue and you can't figure it out, you always start with the gut, and it's attributed to Hippocrates that says death begins in the colon. You know, so we always want to start thinking about digestion. And for me, I think of digestion as kind of a river of life. It flows through us, and it it it, it has these um kind of sprinkler hoses that go to every single cell in the body. And so as nutritionists, we always start thinking about what's somebody eating. And that's a whole other conversation because the average person eats pretty deplorably, even though if you ask somebody in your office, they say, and you say, how do you eat? I eat pretty well. And then we look at their food diary and we go, well, most of this is highly processed food and there aren't enough vegetables. And... Um, So what we know about those highly processed foods is they're inflammatory and that they actually can cause digestive issues. But then when we look at digestion, you know, the reason that we eat in the first place is to nourish every single cell in our body. And so the digestive process starts with like what we eat and then can we actually digest that food? And a lot of people don't have maybe enough enzymes to digest their food or maybe their stomach acid is too much or too little and so they're not breaking down proteins right. Um, We also have then the process of can we actually absorb that food into our bloodstream from the small intestine? And a lot of people are having problems in that arena because we have inflammation, and we have leaky gut. And, um, and so a lot of people aren't getting the right nourishment to every single cell. And then finally, we have motility issues where people aren't able to get rid of the waste product. We have an uh, epidemic of constipation in our country and motility disorders, and those increase things like gastroesophageal reflux. And um, uh, colon cancer and uh, breast cancers and prostate cancers. Um, and we don't think of constipation as having systemic effects, but it does. And so, you know, digestion to me is really key because if it's not working right, nothing works right. And the other thing is that we have to remember is that when we eat, it's our most intimate. Acts that we do with our internal environment every day, because every day we're putting pounds of this foreign stuff we call food into our body, and that becomes us. And so if we're eating food that's inflammatory, then our digestive system is going to be inflamed, and our body's going to be inflamed. And when we eat really healthful foods, if we're lucky, our body works really well. And so digestion to me is really key. It's where everything begins because if we don't have good digestion, we're not going to have good overall health.
1: Well, you've covered you've covered that so well, and we will go into the details in the next segment. And I just want to remind you, listeners, if you've just tuned in with us, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour, and we're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this brief break with Dr. Elizabeth Litsky, and we are talking about the keys to optimal digestive wellness. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: Some things are hard to stomach, and life doesn't stop for occasional immune challenges or intestinal distress. ProBalarti from Metagenics offers a new targeted probiotic approach for intestinal support. Help maintain control while traveling or as a follow-up to antibiotic therapy to support intestinal flora for healthy intestinal function. ProBalarti provides ID-certified probiotic strains suggested by research to enhance certain aspects of immune function in addition to promoting a healthy balance of intestinal microflora. ProbiLardi is the go-to probiotic for patients on the go. Get it today. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green apothecary.
3: Start the new school year off right with Pure Encapsulation's new Pure Nutrients Gummy. The new Pure Nutrients Gummy is a comprehensive multivitamin mineral complex enhanced with organic berries and fruits in a great-tasting fruit-flavored gummy that's suitable for the whole family. With higher levels of vitamins and minerals than other leading professional brands, the Pure Nutrients Gummy offers daily wellness support in a fun, berry-shaped gummy multivitamin. The Pure Nutrients Gummy can be found at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillage.com. Villagegreen.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s omega-3s every day to learn more visit village greed apothecary or visit nordicnaturals.com. nordic naturals committed to the planet committed to pure and great tasting omega
4: oils have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months one theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure our bodies don't make enough vitamin d which is essential to proper immune function that's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin d Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green.
3: 5415 West Cedar Lane, or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.
1: Welcome listeners to the second segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake and I'm your host for the hour. And I want to remind you that Village Green is always your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. I also want to remind you that we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Now, we're having an excellent conversation, and we're talking with Dr. Lipsky, and she holds a Ph.D. in clinical nutrition, is a fellow of the American College of Nutrition, and has two board certifications in clinical nutrition, has a CNS and a BCHN, and she's, in, uh, she's also certified in functional medicine, that's IFMCP, and she is on the faculty for the Institute of Functional Medicine and Metabolic Medicine Institute Fellowship Program. She is on the board for the American Nutrition Association and advisory boards for the Certified International Health Coaches and the Autism Hope Alliance. So we are very proud to be talking to Dr. Litsky, and our subject today is optimal digestive wellness, and Dr. Lipsky, you gave us a very good background in, in the first segment about digestion, the importance of it. Um, I would like you to talk a little bit about why we are seeing more digestive problems or are we seeing more digestive problems because we just recognize it? Uh, I, got, uh, I had a patient ask me that question. Uh, did people have all these problems 50 years ago, 100 years ago, et cetera? Uh, so I know you're the one to ask.
2: <laughs> I maybe I haven't looked specifically at 50 years ago. But I have looked at people who ate traditional diets. And when people ate indigenous foods, and I've researched this quite a bit, looked at the research on it, people did not have cardiovascular disease. They didn't have cancers. They didn't have GERD. They didn't have irritable bowel syndrome. They didn't have autoimmune conditions. And um, when you look at it, as people start eating, more uh, Western foods, more processed foods, these diseases come. And so when we look at it now, we know that uh, as many as 40% of people have heartburn at least once a week. We know that one in uh, six people has uh, irritable bowel syndrome which is characterized by gas and bloating and diarrhea and constipation. Um, Even little kids have it. We call it um, RAP, recurring abdominal pain, because they can't really tell us they have gas and bloating, but it's the same thing. Um, And we're just seeing a rise of things like um, swallowing disorders from eosinophilic esophagitis. We're seeing a rise in ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. And, you know, partly it's better diagnostics, but I think that if you, every time you eat something, if it hurts really badly, um, I think it's pretty easy to figure that out. And I think, you know, people understood heartburn uh, decades ago just as well as they do now. And we're just seeing so much more of it. And, you know, I've mentioned it, but we we have some really interesting research right now on food itself. So, for example, we know that that some of the um, some of the dyes in food can be really inflammatory. I had a little girl who came into my office once, and she said, "If you give me one yellow M&M, I will have seizures on your floor in about 10 minutes." Um, um, we know that there are uh, uh, what do I want to say, um, emulsifiers that we find in foods and bread that are inflammatory to the colon and aggravate and may even instigate ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. And when I look at what people are eating, there was a study that came out last year that just fascinated me where they looked at what people are buying and and what was so interesting was that they looked at... Um, over 80% of what people were buying that had a barcode on it. So if somebody bought, like yesterday, I bought bananas and green peppers and asparagus, and they all had barcodes on them. So they would be included in this. And what they looked at was based on um, a classification system called the NOVA system, where where level one is like that asparagus that I bought. Level two is... All the things you need to make asparagus taste good, like salt and pepper and butter or oil or herbs and spices. So those are the number two classification of foods. The number three classification of foods would be if I took that asparagus and I made a casserole with it. So, you know, combining different level one and level two foods. And level four foods are the ultra-processed foods. And they reported that 72%, 71.9% 72%, 71.9% of all foods that Americans are buying and eat are buying are Category 4 ultra-processed foods. And we know that these foods just are inflammatory all throughout the digestive system and to the brain and uh, to the joints and everywhere else.
1: And inflammation is certainly important right now, inflammation and anxiety, and uh, I, I always like to talk about the anxious bowel and anxious brain, and anxiety has just increased exponentially in the last few decades, and we knew it was coming, my colleague, and I think you know her, Kelly Dorfman, she said 20 years ago, all we're going to be treating in the future is inflammation and anxiety. That's what we're going to be treating. And so uh, I think more and more people have a a real interest in what they can do to be healthier. So, uh, Dr. Lisby, let's talk more about that what people can do and how they can look at their diet and figure out which foods are the problem and what's most important first.
2: Okay, so I want to answer two questions. Yes, anxiety. Oh my gosh, we see so much of it. And I know, Dana, that you see what in your practice, what I used to see in my practice, is that when we work with somebody's diet, so often their anxiety can change in a couple of weeks. And I do think that food plays a huge role in it. I think also um, food is one of the things that we can actually change. I think that for anxiety exercise and self-care, how do we relax, how do we nurture ourselves, how do we rebalance is so important. And I also think that um, that many people are anxious because of all the electromagnetic fields that we can't escape um, and from the che- everyday chemicals we're exposed to. So anxiety, we can just talk, you know, segments just about that. Um, but if you are anxious, I just want to say that, that don't think that's something you have to just live with. I think that there's so much that you can do to move that and food is one of those things. Um, so then your next part of the question was about food reactions. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so with food reactions, what we see is that that if you have skin issues, for example, you have eczema or psoriasis, you're probably having a food reaction. If you have depression or anxiety, it could be a food reaction. Um, if you have uh, joint pain, it could be food reaction. If you have... GERD or irritable bowel syndrome, it could be a food reaction. And so one of the first things that I look at when I'm working with somebody is could this be a food reaction? So first I'm going to look at somebody's food diary and then I'm going to kind of look at all their signs and symptoms and then I'm going to see if I can get a buy-in on an experiment. And that experiment is to do some sort of an elimination diet. So if I'm working with somebody who has, let's say, irritable bowel syndrome, I might suggest a low FODMAP diet and I might ask them to download an app from the University of Monash It costs like 5 or $6 uh-huh. that kind of gives you information on red, green, and yellow foods and the amounts that you can eat of those. Because we know from research that the low FODMAP diet is the number one diet for people of irritable bowel syndrome. If I'm working with somebody who has anxiety or depression or autoimmune conditions, I might try a, a paleo immune type of diet, which looks like, oh, let's eat a lot of green leafy vegetables. Let's um, let's eat a lot of protein foods and uh, meats and chicken and fish um, and um, and let's just, and nuts and seeds and eggs, and let's just see how well somebody does there. So to give an example, I was working with somebody who had really bad GERD, um, really bad heartburn, and and so we tried an elimination diet, and she got so much better. And at the same time, we also did an IgG um, antibody test for food sensitivities, and One of the foods that kind of lit up the board was eggs, and she loves eggs, loves eggs. And so she, I said, well, you know, why don't we try, you've gotten a lot better, but your, your heartburn's still not gone, so why don't we kind of try eliminating eggs for a couple weeks and see what happens? So she eliminated the eggs, and her heartburn was gone so then she could make a decision. She could say, well, I'm not going to eat eggs because they make me feel bad. Or, oh, it's the weekend and we're having brunch with my whole family and my daughter-in-law made omelets and I'm just going to eat the eggs and I'm going to have some, some pain. And it's worth it. But at least she had that information so she could make that decision. Um, I've worked with people who have irritable bowel syndrome and the same thing or skin issues. So we just want to kind of always look for food reactions because they are common.
1: Well, you described that very well, and I like the idea that people make the choice. They can, at least they understand and they've got the information. And we'll continue with this conversation in the next segment. And folks, if you've just tuned in with us. You're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake and I'm your host for the hour. We're having a wonderful conversation with Dr. Lipsky, and we are talking about optimal digestive wellness. We'll continue that conversation. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
5: Green.com. Quality can't always be seen. Honest labeling, trusted sourcing, unwavering standards. At Pure Encapsulations, we are committed to wellness without compromise, delivering high-quality hypoallergenic products for nearly three decades. Our products are free from gluten, trans fats, peanuts, GMOs, magnesium stearate, and artificial ingredients. Pure Encapsulations is the leading brand in the healthcare practitioner market, ranking highest in ingredients purity quality testing, and trust. Pure Encapsulations products available at Village Green
3: Apothecary and myvillagegreen.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognosur from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognosur supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognosur is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognosur. Remember Cognosur for healthy brain aging support available through your healthcare professional and village green apothecary
0: the brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body and this is where gero formula's neuro optimizer comes to the rescue neuro optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory mood concentration and focus neuro optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories neuro optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary.
1: Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary, located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. Now, I want to remind you that you can access this show's recording at www.ehlradio.com. That's ehlradio.com. And please leave comments or suggestions on the first page of that site. We pay attention. We want to know what you want to hear about. So that's a reminder. You can also go straight to iTunes podcast, Essentials of Healthy Living, and you can... uh, avail yourself of this podcast and many others so we've been talking with Dr. Lipsky we're talking about the keys to optimal digestive wellness and we've been talking about diet and and we want to cover more about the diet relationship the gut relationship with the brain the gut brain connection so Dr. Lipsky uh keep going our our listeners are interested
2: an online class that I was teaching, and one of the students said to me, sugar is my nemesis. I'm gonna stop eating sugar for these eight weeks. Would anybody join me? And almost all of us did. And after eight weeks, the consensus was people were sleeping better. They were having better mood. They were less anxious. They were less depressed. Their energy was better. One woman had had migraine headaches for 12 years and she had no migraines. One man lost about 25 pounds. And, you know, so making some really simple shifts in how we eat can really change how we feel. And one of the interesting things to me is the new research on the relationship between our brain and our digestive system. And as it starts expanding on... <laughs> Excuse me. Um, what we're starting to find is that there's this communication that goes back and forth between the gut and the brain. And we know that that's true because we have butterflies in our belly when we're nervous about something. And we can feel anxiety sometimes in our digestive system, or we eat the wrong thing and it makes us feel sleepy or it makes us feel anxious or nervous. Um, and the, the digestive system and the brain are connected with a nerve called the vagus nerve, which is called the wanderer. It dilates our pupils and lets us know when it's time for us to pee. Um, but in the digestive system, what it's doing is it's sending messages mostly from the, the digestive system back up to the brain saying, all is well, or all is not well. And we know that that eating the wrong foods and eating the wrong foods for us, let's say that I'm gluten intolerant, but I eat it, it can send messages that can cause schizophrenia in the brain. Or we know that it can cause depression in the brain just from eating a food that our body interprets as a as a dangerous stranger. And so, this information goes back and forth and this vagus nerve works best when we're relaxed and so it's the reason why people say grace before they eat a meal or the quakers hold hands and have a moment of silence or why in some cultures people take the first bite of something and they put it back on the ground and give it back to the earth and give great and are grateful for that. And so, you know, that stopping before we eat sets up that parasympathetic that kind of relaxed nervous system so that we can digest our food really well. And it's that vagus that vagal parasympathetic tone that also is what what allows that gut-brain information to work properly. And so many of us are like eating, standing up in our kitchen or in the car while we're waiting to pick up our kids from school or driving to the next place or at our desk. Um, and we're not, we're not relaxed at all. And so the messages that we get that go from our gut-brain are ones of stress and then the digestive system really reacts when the brain's under stress by not healing itself properly, and we end up with leaky gut. And leaky gut is at the root of, of um, all of our autoimmune conditions, food reactions, and so much more. So, you know, I think I, I'm, one of the questions that I used to have when I was in practice on my questionnaire was, was about how do you relax? And I can't tell you how often there were people who say, I don't relax. And for me, I'm in my garden pretty much almost every day. I meditate many days. I get up in the morning, I stretch um, without fail every day. I go for walks. I do Zumba gold. I, you know, my, the things that I try to do relax are many. I hang out with my husband Um, After dinner, and we watch stupid TV programs. You know, it's like, how do you fill back up? Because that's that gut brain. And food is a huge component of it, but so is um, kind of the way we eat our food. By taking a moment to just be grateful for that food and setting up that kind of system, it used to be people would eat a big meal and then they would have a siesta, they will go take a nap. We don't do that, we just keep going. So, you know, taking these breaks, um, thinking about that gut brain, and we have some really interesting new research, too, that comes out of um, uh, Danon and Kryan's, uh research lab in Cork, Ireland, on the role of um, probiotics in anxiety and depression, and we're starting to have globally a kind of a nice body of evidence that probiotics can really play a role in modulating anxiety and depression and how we handle stress. Um, and there are many of them on the market. They probably have not Village Green, which is such a cool, cool apothecary. I love it going in there. I remember... The first time I was like a kid in a candy shop. I just loved being in there. Um, But also eating of cultured and fermented foods, which is how most people used to always get their probiotics and their prebiotics is by eating kimchi and homemade pickles and uh, uh, um, yogurt and kefir, whether that's made with dairy or not. But all of these microbes, they help balance the brain. And um, so for me, when I'm thinking about the gut brain, I'm going to start thinking about what's somebody eating and are they having food reactions to those foods? Are those foods inflammatory? Let's move the diet so that it's not 100% perfect, but that it's more towards a really good quality whole foods diet. And then let's see what happens to their emotions. And... um, I had a client who came to see me. She wanted to lose weight so that she could have bariatric surgery. Um, She was about 150 pounds overweight. And they wouldn't even consider the surgery until she'd lost 25 pounds. When she came to see me, she was on five psychiatric medicines. She was on disability. She was a woman in her 40s. Um, Very bright, wonderful person, Um, but she also had a lot of what I would consider fibromyalgia and joint pain. And so I said, okay, well, let's just start on an elimination diet. What you can eat is non-gluten containing grains and fruits and vegetables and protein meats. And she wasn't a vegetarian, so I didn't include any legumes or beans. and she could have um, some seeds like sunflower seeds and oils like olive oil and sunflower oil and um, and and sunflower seeds and um, pumpkin seeds, things like that, and herbs and spices. And so we tried this diet. and within the first month or so, her pain was a hundred percent gone, and she's starting to think more clearly. Within a couple of months, she was off of most of her psychiatric meds. And, um, and she was starting to feel really great, and she'd lost about 25 pounds. And I said to her at that point, I said, you know, you're going to have to think about everything you eat for the rest of your life if you have the bariatric surgery. I said, but why don't, you, why don't we just see how far you can go with this? And ultimately she lost 100 pounds. And what she would find is that every time she would... Start eating the foods that she loved, which was mostly sugar and pastries and ice cream, um, that her pain would reoccur and that her depression and her brain fog and her anxiety would reoccur. And then she'd come back in and say, oh, well, you know, you went off your diet. Let's, you know, those foods trigger you. And it took about three times till she finally got it in her bones. Wow, my diet really makes a big difference. The other thing that I loved about her was I said, you know, you really need to get some exercise. What do you like to do? And she said, what I love to do is I love water aerobics, but I am not getting in a pool with all those skinny people. So I said, okay. Um, The next time she came to see me, she said, you know what? I figured it out. My condo has a pool and I'm teaching classes for people of size. And then she started teaching at Parks and Rec, and pretty soon she was teaching five or six classes a week, which gave her a sense of of purpose in her life as well, which she hadn't had because she was on disability. And so, you know, her whole life changed. She lost 100 pounds. She felt better. She was off most of her meds. She had a sense of purpose. And all this started with just a quest to lose some weight. Um, so, you know, the gut and brain are totally connected. And, you know, when we're depressed, we don't feel like exercising. When we're anxious, we don't feel like meeting new people or or having new experiences. And so, you know, as Dana, you were saying, it, depression and anxiety go hand in hand with gut. I, I used to see it all the time in my practice when I was working with college students. they come in for irritable bowel syndrome or heartburn, and they were also on um, SSRIs for depression. And so, you know, when we start thinking about gut and brain, I think they're so intertwined and it's so important.
1: It is, and I, I think when you share a patient's story, a lot of people respond to that and they understand it. I think that's that was a, a really good clinical look at what a patient can do, and she chose to continue on the diet that had been helping her, and it made a big difference. So we'll continue this conversation in the next segment, folks. If you've just tuned in with us, you're with The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour. We're having a wonderful conversation with Dr. Liz Lipsky, and we are talking about optimal digestive wellness what are the keys to optimal digestive wellness so stay with us folks we'll be right back after this break
4: have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months one theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure our bodies don't make enough vitamin d which is essential to proper immune function that's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin d Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D-1000 and D-5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green.
5: Are you under a lot of stress these days? Pressure from your job, personal life, politics? It can all take a serious toll on your health but we can help. Village Green Apothecary can help you achieve a healthier lifestyle with our wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 50 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website
3: at myvillagegreen.com. Committed to the planet. Committed to pure and great-tasting Omega Oils.
0: available at Village Green Apothecary. I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique and at Village Green we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions. Guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com.
1: Welcome back, listener, to today's final segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary, located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, trying to bring you lots of really good information all about you and your health. And I'm always excited when we have special guests, and today it has been an honor to listen to Professor Liz Lipsky. Uh, She has a Ph.D. in clinical nutrition. She's an expert in digestive wellness, among many other subjects. And we're talking about digestive wellness, the keys to optimal digestive wellness. And we've learned a lot. So, Dr. Lipsky, what else would you like to cover that you think people need to hear about. I know the five R's are important, uh, and, and the certain diets. So go ahead and carry on this conversation.
2: Okay, so the five R's are pretty interesting. They're a way that we start thinking about, like how do we treat somebody who has GI issues? And before I even start with the five R's, I go backwards to try to figure out what's going on with somebody And um, at the Institute for Functional Medicine, we came up with what we call the dig-in model. And so the first thing we're going to look at is D, is somebody actually digesting their food. Do they need digestive enzymes or do they need bitters or do they need to eat more radishes or do they um, uh, need more hydrochloric acid or something to stimulate acid production in their stomach? So is their digestion working well? The second thing is um, intestinal permeability, I, for I, digest, uh, intestinal permeability, which we euphemistically call leaky gut, which we know that that when you've got molecules that pass into the bloodstream that are too big, then the cells can't use them. And so when we have leaky gut, sometimes Bacteria or viruses or parasites or chemicals or that come in on our food or mold can get into the bloodstream or food molecules get into the bloodstream that are too big. And this starts an immune and an inflammatory reaction because the blood can't digest the food, those substances. And so that's the second place we look. The third place is at the gut microbiome. So that's G for dig in. And we know that the microbiome determines whether we're fat or we're thin, whether we have diabetes or liver issues. It contributes to cancer and kidney disease and glaucoma and Alzheimer's and you name it. So we look to see is that in balance or out of balance. Then we want to look at the second eye, which is inflammation and immune. Um, if somebody have autoimmune conditions, are they inflamed? Anywhere, and they can be inflamed by having a sore on their tongue all the way down to their bottom. Um, And then the final one is N, the enteric nervous system, which is the gut brain, which we've talked about. So that's the dig-in model. And a good kind of integrative or functional clinician or personalized nutritionist is going to look at those areas to see what's out of balance. And then when we've got that, then we're going to say, okay, how do we fix it? And we're gonna look at the five R's. So the first of the five R's is remove. What doesn't belong? So are there foods that don't belong? Is somebody eating inflammatory foods? Is there, do they hate their job? Is there mold in their house? Do they hate their spouse? Are they, you know, what can they remove from their life that is causing them to not be well? Um, I've worked with, uh, I worked with a client who lived in New York City, and I said to her, you're so ultra-sensitive, I don't think you're going to get better with your all your sensitivity and immune issues and pain issues while you live in New York City. And she actually moved to Bethesda, and she felt a lot better, um, interestingly enough. Um, so, so, you know, that's the first R is remove. The second one is replace. So we've taken some things away, now let's replace that with foods that are better for you. More vegetables always is a good idea. Um, uh, All the research on vegetables is your grandmother was right or your great-grandmother, whoever said eat more of them. And, um, And then we also want to replace with digestive enzymes or bitters or betaine hydrochloride or something to support digestive function. Um, And if you do have a job that you hate, start thinking about going back to school or start thinking about um, replacing that job with a better job, a different job that would feed your spirit better. Um, And then we move into the third R, which is re-inoculate. And that re-inoculate, I know there's tons of great probiotics I've published with my students nine papers on probiotics and which probiotics are best for which conditions and um, even with some brand names and foods in there. Um, I love probiotics. I think that they're amazing. Um, I also think that our research is in its infancy. So I'm very interested in people um, using cultured and fermented foods. So um, that's how we repopulate the microbiome and by eating prebiotic-rich foods, which are things like soluble fibers, like oatmeal and legumes and nuts and seeds and vegetables and fruits and whole grains. Um, and then the next R is, hmm, what's the next R? I'm blanking out on one of them. Um, Remove, oh, replace,
1: so re-inoculate. No, Repair. You know,
2: repair. Repair. So repair would be if you've got leaky gut, we want to start thinking about things like L-glutamine and corsetin and stress reduction. Um, we want to think about, like, how do we repair that gut lining? And again, you know, uh, all those things can be really helpful, as can demulphants, things like DGL licorice or aloe vera um, or a mallow root, and we find these in a lot of supplements um, and teas. And then the final one is rebalance. And this was one that I came up with again at IFM. I said, I think we need a fifth R. And the fifth R for me was like, how do we find our new normal? We all know people who've had, I'm working with somebody right now, she's had IBS for the last 20 years. Now her new normal is, wow, I wake up, I'm not bloated and gassy every morning. I don't have diarrhea three times before 10 a.m. in the morning. Um, And so her new normal is now that she can go out walking with her husband at 7 a.m. instead of like waking up at 6 and not being able to leave the house until 10. Um, You know, so how did she rebalance? Well, that's part of her rebalance. On the other hand, we know people who just got a diagnosis of COVID or something else. And so how did they rebalance? Um, we know people who built their whole life around being sick. Um, so that's part of it for me. And then that the other part of that is like how do we regroup? How do we fill our cup again? Um, do we do yoga? Do we meditate? Do we journal? Do we read the Bible or the Quran. like how do we renew and refresh and replenish? Because as my husband tells me, rest is the basis of activity. So those are the dig in model really quickly and the five R's. And um, you asked me to talk a little bit about my course. So I have an online course called The Art of Digestive Wellness that's available for people who are curious and want to know more about their own health, and want to know more about digestion, and also for clinicians who want to know more and more about, like, how do you really do it and how do you think about it and why is it so important?
1: Well, you have covered a lot of information and we will have you back again because this is really getting to the gut of issues, uh, and pun intended. <laughs> so uh, anyway, thank you very much, Dr. Lipsky. We've we've learned a great deal, and I want to thank you, nurse, for joining us on the Essentials of Healthy Living. And as our lives move forward, I'm always reminded that every day is a new day, every minute a new minute, giving us many opportunities to make positive, health-enhancing choices. And please remember, it's not the number of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day.